Hi, welcome to Intuition Your First Sense. This is Vicki. I'm here every week. So if you've listened before, you, you know my voice. Uh, if you're new to the podcast, thank you so much for joining. This is episode 49, which is exciting because that means that we're even closer to closing out season two. I'm so grateful to everyone who's listened. The first episode is almost at a thousand listens, and that's exciting. Uh, analytics, as much as I love my energy world, I love analytics. So that feedback and all of it's important. And it makes me very happy to think of all the people I haven't met who are listening to the podcast and contributing your energy. So this week's, this week's, we're making, I, no, we're not going to make two weeks out of one week. Sometimes the weeks feel like that, like they're two weeks long, but I'm not going to do that to you. So this week, we are going to talk about goals. And it's a catchphrase. It's in just about every coaching manual life world. And it's important. And when I come back, I'll explain why I have a little bit of a tug of war with this word. VickiBear.com. It's time to be your best. It's time to reconnect with your first sense. Trust in your gut, it's the real thing. Let's see what your future brings. Time to let the fun commence. Intuition, your first sense. So, goals. When I first started doing the coaching, I had a challenge with this, and I know it's because I saw so many people being coached in a way that it was just important to reach that goal. Whatever that goal was, didn't matter how we got there. We just needed to say, check, did it. And I felt like that was so um, disrespectful to process, to what someone might be going through, that I actually took a pretty hard stand, and I think it's part of this, my success as a coach, in that I wasn't going to coach in that way where there were hard and fast goals of in two weeks you'll get this done, or by next week you'll email me and you'll have completed this. I decided to treat people like adults and trust that if they truly wanted something, they would put the effort behind it in order to attain what it is that they wanted. And then I started realizing that, yes, people would, but why were they hiring me? Well, because they couldn't get there on their own. On their own. So it became a, uh, a little bit of a, a back and forth for me around the word goal. I personally, for myself, like setting them. I like achieving them and attaining them. And that allowed me to soften my view as being a coach in that these are important. I still maintain that the perspective of achieving a goal simply to achieve it leaves out so much of the joy of the process. It leaves out so much of the appreciation of self. And a lot of the times I'm pointing out to my clients when they say, but I haven't done this or this or this, you know, because we tend to point out what we haven't done rather than what we have. And I'll say, yes, but remember the fear you were facing in trying to achieve this and now you don't have that fear. That's a goal in and of itself. Like that's a success to be able to release a fear of doing something or being in something. So I do think it's important to have milestones or set intentions 
I don't like the word resolution because to be resolute means to be, you know, just solid. What I said I was going to do, I'm going to do. And that doesn't leave room for magic. So I like to leave room for spontaneity, for awareness, you know, for maybe you let go of a fear or a block that you had. And now look at you go, you're just full steam ahead. So in, in talking about that with someone this week, I decided that I was going to do a podcast on it so that we can maybe find a, a, a sweet spot in between. These are amazing things, and yes, we have to have them, but how can we also appreciate the process and leave a little bit of room for, you know, sometimes when you are delving into these things and you're you're reaching for things you bump into your own doubts about yourself and then we have to leave a little bit of room I had a client say to me last week she came to me for business coaching and has a wonderful product that I can't wait to promote when it's there when we're complete with that process but during it I consider myself a very whole person coach and I saw some of the uh, fears and stuff that she was dealing with and we went there instead and I said to her I know this isn't exactly why you hired me but this is exactly why you hired me you just didn't know that because we can get to all of these things I've helped many companies launch and and we can get there I have no problem in in doing that but we will get there and you will appreciate it more and there will be more success in whatever that's defined for her by unhooking some of these belief systems and some of the uh, repetitive patterns that weren't serving her in the past. So a goal is, you know, it's, it's an object of a person's ambition or effort. You know, it, it's something that you aim at to have a desired result. I have the goal of uh, better fitness. I have the goal of financial status. I have a, a goal of that credit report rating. Um, wherever we're setting that target up, right, that's where our attention is going. So it, I like there to be something that has... A target, but we can maybe re-evaluate and not necessarily move the target, but redefine the target if necessary. So, because the intention may change, a lot of the times people think that they're heading in a direction because they they really want to, you know, get married um, and and arrive in that place, and then they realize, wait a minute. I actually wanted to be part of a community. The marriage isn't all that important. And it was the connection to others that was important. Still a great place to arrive in. But the pressure of, oh, I need to get married, comes off. And a lot of the times that'll end up happening or you'll meet the person once you take the pressure off. So it, it's important that the goal be something that is defined and yet malleable that we can shift. I think it's also important to have a goal that's challenging because if you set something that's easy to attain, I ask my clients to do, it's called the happy dance. So anything that you achieve, and I might be talking to someone about the very practical process of 
getting their household in order. Like, what do you do with your mail? Does it sit there and pile up? No, 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 no. There must be a mail process. <laughs> so, and, but at the end of that mail process, what are you doing? You're doing a happy dance because we have to catch ourselves achieving the goals. And then that will lead to, to greater expression of self and, you know, the, the expansion and whatever you've termed as success, but they have to be challenging. Something that makes you go, oh, I'm not quite sure if I want to do that or not. So that will create the desire to move and to put some effort in. Um, I think short-term and long-term are important, and short-term can be this week. Micro-movements add up. Those little tiny movements will add up. The not purchasing the the coffee every day, which is a really bad example because I have a coffee in front of me that I just purchased, but not doing that every day may help you get closer to your financial goals. Um, uh, taking the walk every day, 30 minutes of exercise is definitely going to add up faster than thinking about doing the 30 minutes of exercise. So that's a short term in looking at what's my long term goal? Where do I want to be out there? And I, from a manifesting standpoint, from literally the law of attraction, by naming some of these, these intentions, these goals, these, I like to call them accomplishment points. We give the universal forces something to work on when we're snoozing. So I think it's important to have an idea. You don't have to sit down and write them out, although that's very powerful, but you do have to have some kind of mm, solid conversation with yourself and hopefully someone else. Consistency is important as well that, like I said, the micro movements add up and being consistent on a daily basis, uh, some kind of effort forth. I think it's really important to have days off. So if we're talking about a goal for uh, your business, or we're talking about a, a point that you want to reach in your own physical fitness, there have to be rest days, there have to be days where you're not working on your business. There have to be scheduled things that are for, you know, brain dumping days on Sundays, I do not answer email text, most forms of communication, if you send me a message on a Sunday, I'll see you Monday afternoon. Um, and it's something that I had to learn myself in order to create the care that allowed me to want to jump back into my work week with clients as Tuesday morning. So, um, and that's something that I think is important to have as an intention for yourself too. Remembering that the care that you give yourself will contribute back to those goals. So um, if you get bored or fall out of the habit of goal setting, or maybe it intimidated you to set a goal, then that's where those smaller movement, um, equally important, but that's where having those and um, doing the happy dance will help. I had one client extremely you know, successful in all areas of her life, couldn't get her laundry together. Um, and we worked on a couple of things. And I've never seen somebody so happy as when she sent me a picture of her 
uh, closet and all the laundry was caught up and and she was so proud of herself and is this necessarily about laundry no that was the result and that was amazing because we've discussed before how much I love doing laundry and how nice and neat it is when everything's done but this was about her believing in herself because the laundry was manifesting as her doubt her doubt in being able to um, walk in other areas of her life there's external success and then there's internal success and internal is where you really believe in self um, the creating the habit is what's important and that's what we did you know we, we created the habit of every I can't remember what it was Tuesday nights or something like that there would be a meeting with her laundry basket and she knew that and it became a something that she looked forward to because it meant that she got to celebrate that every Tuesday night and you know there's not a lot going on on Tuesday nights so that's a great thing to put in the habits when you create conscious ones and you meet them until the neural pathways lie down in your brain and they're they're reliable tracks those habits are what are creating those neural pathways so we do have to be willing to pick a specific one and then do it even when we don't want to so it's part of being human I think most definitely part of being an adult is we have to do stuff that we don't necessarily want to do but it feels good once you've completed it this week I spent seven hours working on my QuickBooks getting it caught up now I fell out of the habit of doing I used to do it by the third of the month the following month it was done it was reconciled it was put away and I fell out of the habit so I had to do seven months worth and but each time I printed off that reconciliation and I had to get up and walk to the printer there was a happy dance because I'm not going to ask you to do something I won't do myself and I probably looked foolish but the rabbit doesn't care he didn't seem to judge me the cat did she's always judging something so in setting intentions goals targets aim um whatever the desire and setting the desire of where you'd like to be it's important to look at are there some beliefs getting in my way of even setting some goals never mind achieving them but even setting them um if if you're holding yourself back because you might be um it might look like you're bragging or if you're doing really well or others have said you're already too much for them can you imagine if you succeeded more um, that's a belief that I hear and I work with with people often um, and some of it is in finding the compassion for the other person because if they're saying that to you they don't believe that they have value I think some people are just nudges but I like to look at it might be coming from a place of their own insecurities before I tell them to pounce all so that do you have a belief in there that you don't deserve the success um, I had somebody say to me and he's he's uh, outwardly a, a very successful um, uh, contributor in his world and he's he actually had a conflict with the fact that his life was very blessed and who was he to ask for more 
And I reminded him that he was a soul who came here to see how much he could possibly learn in this lifetime. And he absolutely deserved to have greater and greater, you know, exposure, wealth, experiences, love, whatever the subject was, he could have more of that. And then we looked at ways he could share it because he, he didn't have to feel like he was taking away from others, but maybe there was a little part of him that wanted to give back too. And once we tapped into that, he, he was off and running um, and, you know, contributing in an even greater way because we released the belief that just because your life is good doesn't mean that it can't have more. Um, I truly believe in an abundant universe. So we can have more and then you figure out how to share. So the um, it can be something as um, in your your own life. Like I'll give you an example for mine. I didn't do anything crafty and I always thought it was because I just didn't like it and then I realized that there were some messages there were some beliefs that were laid down by probably well-meaning parents um but because the siblings around me were so creative in that right and I was more creative in writing and in relationship uh, than I was in, you know, whipping up a spaghetti sauce or some kind of hand knitted thing. Um, I grew to believe about myself that I just didn't have those skills. And then over time, it became somewhere in my head, something that only they had, like I couldn't even learn it. And then at, in doing my own self discovery, and, and, and what do I believe about myself? I realized, well, maybe I do have something. Maybe I just haven't found what it is that I like to do. Uh, and so I went on a buffet <laughs> of creativity. I tried a few things and was like, no, that's not it. And then I found needle felting. And turns out I'm really good at it. And there was still a little hesitation to share that because would it be tooting my own horn? Yeah, I'm really good at it in a short period of time. But most importantly, it makes me laugh like a fool. I mean, how can you take anything really seriously when you're making woodland creatures and dogs that look like your friend's baby and you're poking the needle in their little bum? Like, you, you can't take that seriously. So it helps to dissipate some of the beliefs. So there might be something in there that you're not even conscious of. And this, believe it or not, crafting thing translates to my business world. And I won't bore you with that. But... It, it relates because I'm the common denominator. So do you have a belief in there that you shouldn't reach for those goals or you can't reach for those goals or there's something wrong with you, you know, being completely you and, and succeeding? So um, when we come back, I'm going to give a little, a couple tips about how to make some steps into achieving goals or even setting them, even setting them. Let's make it that simple. You're listening to Intuition, Your First Sense, the podcast by Vicki Baird, intuitive coach, consultant, and speaker. Did you know that you can schedule a private intuitive session with Vicki? Book your own phone or video session online at vickibaird.com slash booking. And if you're ready to create transformation in your life as you develop your own intuition, choose a coaching package. With three, six, or 12-month options, you can benefit from Vicki's wise guidance over time as you discover your path. 
Plus, with a coaching package, you'll get improved pricing and priority advanced scheduling. Book today at vickybaird.com slash booking. That's V-I-C-K-I-B-A-I-R-D dot com slash booking. Thanks for listening. If you're listening to this podcast, it's because of Anchor. Anchor is an app that literally makes this podcasting experience so easy. It's free and there is a creation tool right inside the app and it'll send it out to all the platforms for you. It has made this process seamless and something that actually helped me to really be excited about getting all the shows out to you because it didn't take a whole new degree in technology. So feel free to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started on your own podcast and let me know what it is so I can listen to it. So I hope you set the goal of listening to the second part of this show. And look, you've already achieved it. You're back. This is fantastic. So <laughs> if you want to make uh, things if you want to allow things to happen, and yes, even make things, because having a drive is fun. It's important. It's even survival sometimes. You want to make sure the goal is worthwhile to you. And sometimes that means turning down the messages of other people. And a lot of the times I find the other people are sharing what they're afraid to do. Like so many people have said to me, why would you want to be on a stage in front of 500 people? Well, because I find it fun and I've done it and I get lit up and I think it's fantastic. I'm not asking them to do it, but at sometimes those voices of other people that think they're helping need to become like Charlie Brown's teacher of wah, 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 wah. Like you just don't listen to them or you say thank you for your input and you don't let it permeate and that's. I know harder than it sounds, but if you, again, like I said earlier, think of it as they're coming from a place of insecurity, and I have even said to people, I'm not asking you to be up on stage. Could you just be happy that this is my goal? Um, And sometimes that direct conversation helps them calm their buns down and calm their comments down. So if your goal is worthwhile to yourself and it's not going to hurt someone else, then you have every right and every energy support of the universe to pursue it. And it might shift. It might change. It may not make sense to others. But as long as it lines up with you, I think you owe it to yourself to pursue it in some way um, and, and take some steps. You may get to a place where you redirect and you decide, oh, that's not the trajectory I wanted to go in. And this is what I'd rather do. So it keeping it rather simplistic at first, so like the example of getting the laundry together, I knew from a coaching perspective this wasn't about laundry. But if we had delved into all of it so deep, she might not have moved off the couch. So, you know, there's times that we have to keep it simple, sweetheart, and decide to make just that one next move what is it that we have to do so if you want to learn a new skill I highly recommend YouTube that place is amazing for learning things I learned how to change my own faucet watching that so there's plenty of 
information and resources out there, keep it simple, sweetheart, and line up with the repetition of those habits because that's where they they land, right? Um, making what I call a to-do list. Everybody does to-do lists and it's too much pressure. So I think we should do to-do lists because you still have a list, but you get to celebrate as you cross things off. So one of the ways to even decide what it is that you would like to be doing is to sit down and do a dump of your brain. Just do a list. Go down through and write down everything that you would like to experience, that you would like to learn, that you would like to create. Dump it all down. Pen and paper is really important here, or pencil and paper. Typing it's fine, but it doesn't seem to connect with the brain in the way that it it likes. Um, so, and then you create that to-da list. And every time you make a little step, every time you achieve something, you highlight it. You don't cross it out. You highlight it. And there's your to-da. You know how little kids go, ta-da. <laughs> so there's your ta-da. Um, it, it says to your brain, it reinforces to your brain that this is something we want to experience. Your brain doesn't know if you were just given a hot fudge sundae or if you accomplished, you know, running a marathon on every continent in, I can't remember what time they did it, but it was something like in a week and a half, these people ran a marathon on every continent, including travel and all that. Oy, oy, oy. Um, so being able to highlight it says to your brain that you rock, you know, and you're capable of so much more. And then the list then can typically lead to another point of action of what are the incremental actions we need to take. You want to be in a different career? Well, perhaps you have to go talk to the advisor at the school, or you have to find a mentor, or you have to get up the courage to say to the family, you know, a patriarchy that you work for, and I don't mean that in a negative sense, just that your dad owns the company, and you have to get up the courage to say, I I'm going to go do my thing. So make sure you have a savings before you do that, please. That's the practical side of me. Um, and then you create the environment that will support the goal. A lot of the times we head off to goals through motivation, that whip cracking, right? And that's one of the things that I decided in the beginning of my coaching I wasn't going to do. There's enough pressure on people. I'd rather come from the inspiration point. How can we breathe life into this goal? Inspire it. Literally take a breath rather than come from a whip cracking place. So decide if you're heading towards your goal in a motivation way, usually connected to what other people will think, or an in, get it, inspirational way, it's coming from within. And you don't have to take out a billboard or announce to other people that you're working on this stuff, uh, but you do have to have the conversations with yourself, and you do have to have occasional meetings. I love that meme that says, if I'm in public and talking to myself, don't judge me, I'm having a staff meeting. <laughs> Uh, because it's very true. A lot of the times I'm having a conversation with myself about what are the next goals, and I just didn't realize that I talked out loud. That's why a podcast is perfect for me. So what goals do you want to set today? What goal? Let's keep it sing singular. What goal would you like to set today? Um, email me, info at vickybaird.com, uh, at Coach Vicki Baird. 
uh, direct message on all the social media. I will get there eventually. There's a lot of places to answer messages, people. So just give me a little bit of time to get back to you. Um, and uh, let me know what goal you are going to set. I'm not going to crack the whip. Uh, I'm not going to hold you accountable unless you hire me as a coach. Then the, there'll be a little bit of that happening. Um, I'm going to believe in you. I'm going to believe that by saying it, you've reached another level of commitment to yourself. And that's, that's the important. And the first step of achieving a goal is, is identifying it. So if you do that today, you don't have to email me. You can do it to yourself. But if you do, I'm going to believe that you're going to follow through with it. And if you need somebody to believe in you, I'm happy to do that. Um, this also applies to, like, who do you want to be as a person and how do you want to be in the world? So you can set a goal that's not about your person, your professional life or your physical life or anything. If you want to be somebody who's just a smidgen more kind, well, then maybe your goal is to hold the door for someone to make eye contact with the person in the line behind you um, to wish somebody a good day. Maybe it's something like that. And we can create more connections in this amazing universe that we're in. So don't be afraid of the goal. Allow it to be something that magnetically pulls you to where you would like to be. Spend some time feeling what it would feel like to achieve said goal. And then be flexible enough to reassess along the way. So thank you for joining me for another fun episode. And I look forward to seeing your messages and to communicating with you outside of the booth. Thank you for listening to Intuition, Your First Sense. As always, please like and subscribe to this podcast wherever you are listening to it. Leave a review and take a minute to share it with a friend. You can find me all across social media at, at Coach Vicki Baird, and you can book a virtual session with me from wherever you are in the world at vickibaird.com slash booking. That's V-I-C-K-I-B-A-I-R-D dot com slash booking. Thank you again and see you on the next episode.